when the world turned on men. Men with the dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I say this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. I'm gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, alright? Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot day? Mr. Clavin, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Welcome to the show. You may think this is Jason, but it's not. I'm an old friend of yours. It's Scully. Scully is here for Friday the 13th. And I do believe somewhere out there, DK could just find it. He can't find it. He's having a hard time. It's Scully. Surfing live here in Queens, New York, and and uh, hi, Scully. It's just wonderful to see you. Hey, listen. Uh, well, that English friend of yours is uh, removing that leg from that Aborigines woman. I'm trying to dig up the corpse of Sandy Duncan. Pop her glass eye out and skull fucker. Is Sandy Duncan dead? I wasn't aware of this. I have no idea, but I'm gonna find her. <laughs> Somebody so, Google so, it. So what do you do on a night like Friday the 13th there, Scully? I go around and I uh, I hang out at marshes where teenagers are, you know, uh, doing the things they do, uh, snorting condoms and eating Tide Pods, and I come at them with my machete and I cut their fucking heads off and I fuck their throats. Do you find a lot of teenagers hang out at marshes nowadays? Uh, yeah, they all <laughs> hang out at marshes. They've got nothing better to do. There's lots That's of... Right. Things haven't changed since 1979, 1980, have they? They all go to marshes and have sex and... and uh, snort and, condoms. And snort condoms. And I know I know the females, they, they can't run very well, right? They run a little bit, they trip and fall, and they can't get themselves back up. 
That's because they all uh, wearing high heels, you know, like uh, right. everybody, the normal person would be wearing running shoes and they're wearing high heels at the beach. What the fuck? Now, it's like quicksand. Now, are you walking after these victims of yours or are you running after them? Oh, I just walk very slowly, Bigby. I go in behind them and uh, and uh, I <sighs> like that. You breathe heavily into their ear? I breathe heavily into their ear, and I whisper sweet nothings, and I tell them I've got something better than Tide. Ah, uh, and they turn around in, in, in lustful hope Just that take... they will be swept away with, with the, the, the lures of romance, only to see Scully with his mask and machete. I'm a scary guy. Scary. Uh, hey, so speaking of scary... There's another mass murderer that likes to lurk around this show. Oh no! Is this is this is, is this mass murderer from London? Because I think I hear London calling. I'm not sure. Must be Hello, everyone. This is Choo Choo under a bridge. Ripping girls like you do hear London calling. Good evening, gentlemen. Throwing their underwear and fist tanks. Peeing in their drawers. Is he there? Oh, I meant to talk now, aren't I? I was dancing away to the music. He's sneaking up. Hello, uh, good evening. This is Choo Choo Stew from London, England. And I'm very pleased to be part of this show once again this evening. Uh, have you got some kind of kitchen sieve on your face there, DK? <laughs> ah, you, been, you know what? You've been washing no, I'm not DK. I'm Scully. <laughs> See, the difference, though, Scully, is I truly believe that Choo Choo Stew has bodies buried in the allotment. Uh, they See, Scully ran away. I think he's scared because Choo Choo Stew, you are obviously a legitimate serial killer uh, from those nights long ago that you would sit in your car under the bridge stalking your victims and talking to us. Scully had to go. I always miss Don't Scully. Run away. I always miss him. He ran away because Stu was here. Stu was a legitimate serial killer. Scully yeah, ran you away. Know, I, I think guy. that's right. Remember... A couple of weeks ago, last week, I can't keep track of the shows. We were we were talking the MMA guy, the boxer, and and Bubba. You know, Stu Stu is the Bubba. What What do you think they would call me when they catch me? Would it be like the allotment killer, or no? They'd have to come up with something like uh, uh, (sighs) taking the taking the the piss wreck killer, taking the piss wreck or something like that. No, I, I, w- I would say it would be the bridge murderer. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, like, uh, you know, think of it. London Bridge is falling down. What, 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 you know. Something <laughs> Choo Choo, the compost killer. The compost killer. Where's my pen? The compost killer. Was so, like, let- uh, I was watching. Uh, After. Just- I was watching the. I know I did promise. I did promise to bring you uh, allotment news, and we haven't really been there properly for for a long time. And today was the first time in a long while, really. Since the uh, since the pumpkin, since the pumpkin exploded. 
Exactly. We went in there, and I'd already told my wife that the pumpkins had exploded, and we, we've we got carpet in our shed and several layers. There's like about four layers of carpet, and uh, we basically had to take everything out and remove a layer of carpet. Um, and I think there was... I think we got rats. You've been in eating there. onions or something. You're you're having a hard time speaking. No, you're 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 regurgitating on air. I've got my Tourette's again. You know, I've got my uh, digestive Tourette's coming on. But yeah, question. no, we cleaned out. Yeah. I have a question. Why do you have five layers of carpet in your shed? Are you trying <laughs> well, to hide blood and DNA evidence? Big B, I, I definitely want to go back to what you were watching before Stu jumped in with this five layers of carpet. Uh, and, and I'm assuming this is not just la- laziness of, you know, oh, the, the, the carpet needs to be changed in the shed of the allotment. Let's just throw another uh, batch down. Yeah, no, we inherited the shed, and it already had all these layers. I think it had even about five or six layers, and we did actually take some away um, when we cleared the allotment patch out for you know for for us growing stuff. But um, yeah, we've cleaned it all out, and I've I'm already visualizing where the laptop is going and where the microphone will be going and where I'll be sitting on my live broadcast there. I'm going to do a test broadcast. I need you, to, you've uh, been telling us that for, for 18 months. You've no, been telling gonna, us that we have our own be plot. Very, you've been telling us that... The only that, thing I'm a bit nervous... I'm a bit nervous about the rats, if I'm honest, but I, I'm going to be taking some... Um, I've got some rat pasta, little uh, blocks of rat poison, so I'm going to be taking that to the allotment and start... Place rat around the place. pasta rat pasta yeah we we i still haven't gotten by so here's my question you've inherited the shed now does that mean it was there uh when you purchased lot 139 b6 or did yeah. you literally get the family together and and because you know, someone passed or someone decided they didn't want to garden anymore. Did you actually lift the shed from another plot and, and, and bring it over no. to yourself? No, when we, when we moved in on our first visit, uh, we were shown the plot. We were shown around the plot by like, like the real estate agent of the allotment world. And it was in a terrible state. I mean, there was about half a ton of metal rods and poles and, and rubbish. There was there was more frying pans and and kitchen equipment in that shed than I've got in my house. There was in fact two sheds when we moved in, and uh, which was breaking the rules, so they took one down. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no, we inherited it. It was there already. As as Big B would say, I, I have a question. So when you go to buy, well, I guess you don't buy. When you go to lease or, you know, sign the contract on a plot at the allotment, is a shed and in, in a fence, uh, maybe, you know, so, so some rich black stuff in the ground. Are these are all like upgrading? Is this, Are these selling points? Like, hey, I want that lot. Uh, it's got ABC. <laughs> that. They are. They are selling points. I mean, to be honest, we're the furthest away from the gates, which is not good. And the further you get away, 
the soil is a lot clayer, a lot clayier. Is that the word? It's a lot more clay in the soil. So okay. the nearer you are to the car park or to the gates, it's lovely, it's lovely fine stuff. Where we are, it's like a lot of clay and you've got to dig it well. But we don't care, we just do it, you know. I would think the further away from the gate, you'd be happier because you're away from a lot of traffic. And uh... Well, that's what we said, you know. We're away from all the riffraff, you know. We've just got, uh, yeah, we've got but peace see, and quiet so, up our end. Just as a premonition, just making Big B and I feel good about ourselves. Uh, when scouting out the Cave Crew Radio uh, allotment plot, are we like just the basic, uh, you know, four-cylinder automatic, or are we like an upgrade, um, you know, a, a place where people will come and say, wow, uh, this is the Cave Crew Radio allotment plot? It will get seen because people actually have to pass our plot to get to the, the fire-burning plot, you know? Excellent. So, uh, yeah, it will get seen. All right. I need to have little little pictures of you guys just to put onto the... Uh, yes, make us into like... Make us into like vegetable markers, eh, Big B? Well, yeah. I just I want to understand something real quick. We don't have our own allotment plot, right? We're using a piece of of your allotment plot. Is that correct? Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Okay, oh, so, so we're, 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 plot. We're, we have a little piece of it. We're a subplot within a plot. Right, a subplot. Yeah. But are, are we yeah. the first to become that? Are we the first subleasee of the leasee? I don't know if you're the first, but uh, we need to keep it under our hats, you know? All right, so, so yeah, because uh, this is international. There's got to be rules, right? Okay, so everybody listening, whoever tunes in and downloads over the years, over the, the days, weeks, and months, shh. No, you know what say I say. Don't to the allotment guy. We've, we've been I'm talking a lot. Big B, Big B, we've been talking a lot about marketing, you know, the condoms and all this shit. We're trying to right. jump on things. I think anyone that donates to the beer fund uh-huh. on com, say yeah. – I don't know, five bucks. We will take a picture of you or, or, or put your name and, and, and you will be the marker of a row of beans, let's say, or, or whatever we're growing there. You could even, as a special $10 bonus uh, to the beer fund at cavecrewradio.com, you could have your little stick inside, what do you call it, rat pasta? Yeah, rat pasta. Yeah. yeah. Or instead of putting the black stuff, I'm Billy from Boston. It's Billy from Boston's black stuff. I like it. I, if you, if you donate, like say twenty bucks, let's let's go let's go outlandish and somebody yes. actually donates twenty bucks. Yeah. You get your own one square foot. Yeah. Of our plot where you can put whatever you want there. Yes, yeah. we will plant whatever you want. You can send us the seeds. We'll right. search them for yeah. you. Are we becoming desperate right now? 
Can people um, can people tell I, we're not getting sponsors and 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 we're doing anything right now to raise a little bit of money? I will say we are not being desperate. We are being Gene Simmons esque. Yes, at the moment we can any way possible. Yes, Alexander um, Graham Bell. We need to start a book on on how many pounds or kilos of of big bean big bees beans are yes. going to be produced big and uh, bees, double beans. K I love it. Double K cucumbers and big bees beans. Yeah, oh, that is wonderful. <laughs> and we can have choo choo stew kumquats. <laughs> choo choo kumquats. And I am in negotiations with a sponsor at the moment. Um, I don't know if you want me to elaborate or not. Well, but, why uh, not? What, uh, this is the beginning of the show. We don't get into the meat and potatoes yet. We just kind of shoot the shit with our friends. And uh, what's but I, I, I am telling you before break, I want to know what Big B was watching. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, it's past. It's not important anymore. Well, it's always important to me. But anyway, who's our sponsor? I can't remember. It's a lubrication. I can't remember. <laughs> Someone I met under the bridge while I was drunk in my underwear. <laughs> well, I will tell you the the sponsor that I was speaking to this morning said no. That's all right. Oh, did, who who that, was it that these are good? Have, have you ever heard these the are famous called, uh, Spunk Lube? They're Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube. I like it. Have you ever heard the famous by Spunk Lube? Have you ever heard the famous story of 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 old Colonel Sanders? How he knocked on fifteen hundred doors and fourteen hundred and ninety-nine of them said no. And if he would have stopped, we would have never had Kentucky Fried Chicken. True story. No, there's always that next door knock. Always another You've got door. To keep knock. Knocking at the doors. So that's what I always say. Yeah, I agree. I think Paul McCartney said that too with wings. Somebody's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Who can you know, it be? Awful is your songwriting when you're talking about sitting on your couch and people ringing the doorbell. Wasn't it Uncle Albert? I believe it was. Let him in. Let him yeah. in. <laughs> Just let him in. I feel like Joel Olstein now, standing in front of a pulpit. Anyway, Big B, you're watching something. It's always interesting because you don't watch like the norm. You you, you don't turn on Roseanne or or, or or rerun of Friends or something. You must have been watching no. something good. Well, I, it, like I said, the moment has passed because it was. I was going to make a joke about Stu being a, a serial killer and what's found in the allotment. Um, but I will say, I'll say it anyway. So I was watching a uh, investigation discovery episode of uh, Charles Ang and Leonard Lake. They were serial killers in, in California. And uh, they, uh, Charles Ang got busted stealing a vice from a hardware store. And that, you know, they, when they went to the house, they eventually uncovered all these bodies buried in their property. Because he stole a vice. <laughs> because, you know, because he stole a vice, they started investigating and whatnot, and it led to them finding all these bodies that were buried in their property. Uh, now, you know, remember, remember the, that. So I was going to say that's what would hap eventually happen to Stu in the allotment. They're going to find all the bodies buried in the allotment. 
wasn't it the same way with that that dude that was the used to dress up as the clown? Uh, uh, that was um, Casey? Casey. Yeah, and, and they were buried what, under his house. Wasn't he caught in some weird way too? You just get so overconfident or so complacent yeah. in killing, like uh, Dahmer. Um, you talk about listening to podcasts. I was listening like the, he had literally slit this one kid's throat and the police had him mm. and he, he pulled up and said, I'm his, I'm his uncle or something like that. And they, and they got away. Right. And then I think he got caught on some real stupid technicality. Yeah. A lot of them, most of them get caught on stupid things. Um, you know, if they, if they were really, really, um, adamant and detailed about what they do eventually they slip up right they may start out very detailed but eventually they're going to slip up because they do become complacent or overconfident that they'll never get caught they do something stupid and then all this gets uncovered but anyway i was just going to compare that to Stu's allotment but like i said the moment it passed no but i i you know here we are friday the 13th i was going to ask you guys like do you watch horror movies and shit like that but you, I like. I'm like you though. I I like those uh, those uh, unsolved mystery. Uh, they, I I think I've told you before. There's one I watch on uh, headline news, uh, cold case files. Cold case files, right? Yeah. I just watched the entire channel investigation discovery. Um, is you know all basically murders and you know I, what what happened with the crime and how it was solved and the you know all this back and forth between the criminals and police and whatnot is very interesting to me. I, I think it's Books fascinating. Serial killers. I watch these shows. It's very, very interesting. To me. Yeah. I, I find it very I'll tell interesting. You what, I, what I am watching, uh, I'm watching you watching all of these serial things because, uh, I think maybe you're the dark horse of the three of us. Well, it's always the quiet one. Caught with his fingers in the pie or whatever it is. It's what always the guy. On, uh, it's always the guy saying, watching on, I was going to say what I've been watching on Netflix is is uh, it's a bit of a silly program, but it's quite fun. Shit's Creek. Does anyone Shit's watch Creek. that? Just I saw like an uh, an advertisement for it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's quite good, man. It's uh, yeah, we you know we sit and watch it as a family, like you know, it's quite good fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you all sit down as a family. Uh, get your plates. Uh, your TV trays, you know, whatever, and, and you watch a show called Shits Creek. Hey, and guys, say, Shits Creek is on. <laughs> Don't be late. And, and say, you know, it's like, so funny. Man. I think they're Canadian. I don't know if it's good, like Canadian actors or something in it, but uh, that S-C-V-I-T-V. guy with the eyebrows. Canadians are actually yeah. pretty. We're pretty funny people. We're we're, we're laid back, but. Uh, I love it, Stu. So, so you throw some TV dinners in the microwave, and 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 you sit there with your with your TV trays on on your plaid couch, and and you all turn on Shit's Creek. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got Benny Hill followed by Shit's Creek. Yes, I think that's the lineup. <laughs> now, is is Benny Hill still? Is Benny? Is he still like? Uh, is he still? He died years ago. Oh, we know that. But is he 80s, still popular? Is he still one? No, of the... I mean, people always say, "Oh, I... do you know what winds me up?" Oh, Benny Hill, not so much. But uh, I mean, Benny Hill died a long time ago, and his slapstick comedy was 
very funny. It was hilarious. It was, you know, it's like throwaway comedy or whatever. But people go on about Monty Python and like, oh, yeah, how great. Come on. It wasn't that good, was it? My Do you wife, guys like it? My wife loves Monty Python. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I don't mind a good Monty Python. Do you, do you get... Do you get Forty Towers? No, I'm telling you, you I've told you before. My favorite show. I've heard of it. I I haven't seen Forty Towers. My favorite show from England was 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 like class. Forty Towers was probably about ten or twelve episodes, maybe not even that. Little Britain, pure class. Little Britain is my and 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 Big B. If you have never watched it, I think it's even on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Google Little Little Britain. Britain. Those guys are fucking funny. You know what show I, I, I got into what, last year and I found it uh, on YouTube was uh, The Young Ones. I don't know. Oh, that, that was brilliant. The Young Absolutely Ones were so brilliant. funny. I'm watching these episodes. Yeah. This is great. And I love Mrs. Yeah. Brown's boys. I know he's Irish, but... Uh, <clears throat> no, uh, my Big wife D, likes that. Big D in the chat room is another Absolutely. fan of, of Little Britain. Guys, knowing your sense of humor, uh, I know Stu's seen it before, but Big B, your sense of humor, you would love Little Britain. It's all little skits, and it's fucking hilarious. Is it on Netflix or just on YouTube? Um, I don't I know if it's on Netflix. Netflix. You'd have to. Uh, okay, the I'll, other I'll, one, to, I'll the, the other one to look up is is uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys. And you should look. You you need to look up the young ones. The young I, I ones will. Is funny. So, I love I love British humor, and I, and I think that's probably our attraction to Stu right off the bat was like holy fuck we got it. England is hilarious. We got a Brit. Not only have we got a listener, he's from England. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I even when I did my old show, uh, Double Talk Radio, we had we had a, a handful of listeners in, in England, and they were very interactive. And I and I used to think to myself, you know what? If I can rock with Little Britain, Mrs. Brown's Boys, Are You Being Served? Um, I'm in good company. They're just not ready for us in in, in the new world. Britain always leads the way as far as at least TV shows coming to to the U.S. Britain usually leads the way because you find a popular show here. Nine times out of ten, it was in the UK. Before. It's been yeah, game shows, um, American the Idol, the even even American Idol. That you know, it all yeah. stemmed from Britain's Got Talent, right? Right. And the the office the office is a great example because that was a huge hit here in the US, but it came from Ricky Gervais and 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 I watched the I watched yeah. the, the 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 full or two seasons of the Brit British office and the British office was great. Yeah, so I fun. think the American one was good as well. I, I, I've seen the English version so much that I prefer now the American one. Mm. Now, what other shows did England, like Archie Bunker, uh, Cheers, uh, Friends, any of the big popular ones, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, any of those? Oh, no, no, I don't think any of those come from here. You will uh, notice, too, a I lot mean, of the time, guys, that, that a lot of these stars, and I don't know how they disguise their fucking accents, um, like in, in Star Wars or, or Spider-Man or whatever, they're British. 
Yeah, there's there's a show. Well, on... every, every film has got every film's got to have a, every film and every show has got to have like their their English person there, haven't they? There, you know. Oh, right. I like that. There's, you got to be kidding show. me. Rich in the chat room says that Sanford and Son was British. Is that true? It was no, it was not. Okay. Uh, there's a show on Showtime called Billions, and it's about a New York uh, hedge fund, you know, uh, owner, and he's a billionaire, and he goes back and forth with the government and illegal shit and all that. the The lead guy that plays the hedge fund guy is British, but he speaks in the show with a New York accent. Well, it's do you guys? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the yeah. show? Uh, do you remember the show House with uh, oh, Hugh yeah. Laurie? Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Well, he's from he's from like Blackadder. Did you ever watch Blackadder? I've seen maybe a couple episodes of Blackadder. I never would have known that guy was English. I, how how he completely sounds like an American when he does that show. Uh, well, who was the guy that was on um, The Wire? I don't know Do you know the, the guy, the actor that on the wire? I mean, that was a huge series. That was a huge TV series, a brilliant show. And and the the main guy that uh, was on a British TV uh, chat show, and I was really surprised when he was he was English because <laughs> he sold it to me. I he obviously played an American, like you know. Yeah. Oh, but, it's yeah. and that's yeah. a sign of a good actor. Uh, by the way, uh, Big D in the chat room. Uh, our, our good friend from Smoke and Mirrors, uh, Kids in the Hall, great Canadian show, and, and I'm and I'm sure um, you know Trailer Park Boys, um, you know there's been there's been a few good Canadian ones as well. Well, Canada is uh, that's where all a lot of the comedians in in the real heyday of of Saturday Night Live came. They would go Second to Second City, City right? Yeah, and then Second they would go to SNL. Yeah, no, no, it's great stuff. All right, listen, let's take a break. We got a lot of stuff to cover here. It is Friday the 13th. Uh, this is uh, Cave Crew Radio um, live tonight, Friday the 13th. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we return, uh, Big B has a story uh, about the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh, we also have uh, Choo Choo Stew has released a rap song. I'm not kidding you, kids. You're going to be the first ones to hear it tonight. We have also gone back to uh, uh, our eight-track, <laughs> 60s, sex, uh, porno audios, and we have uh, Dr. Kaufman examines Crystal uh, tonight. And then, of course, we've got whatever the fuck else comes up uh, on this crazy show. So, um, yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back. Round top of the day. It's good time Sally the mail order sex doll here. We all know about Cave Crew Radio. But we have some other great shows that are part of the network. Let's take a listen, shall we? Hey, this is Sir Big B. And this is Ron from Metal Thunder Radio Studios. And you're listening to Cave Crew Radio. And you, sir, are a big bag of shit. I hope you fucking die in a fire, you douche. Lick my balls. Well, you guessed it. 
This is Al the Producer. Join DK and myself every Sunday night for all the strange stories, entertainment, pop culture, and so much more. We broadcast live on Facebook and CaveCrewRadio.com. So what are you waiting for? Get to the point. The distraction point. A member of the Cave Crew Radio Network. Oy vey, DK, take it away. Good evening, this is Choo Choo Stew. Do you enjoy discovering new podcasts? Well, you need to get the Pod Factor. That's right, I've got a brand new show, The Podcast Factor. And my goal is to spread the word of some of the best pods from around the globe. Maybe you host a show or have some favourites of your own. But do me a favour and send in a five-minute clip or just point me to it. Send me an email to thepodcastfactor at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at podcastfactor and on the Podcast Factor Facebook page. My show airs right before Cave Crew Radio every Thursday on cavecrewradio.com. The Podcast Factor is a proud member of the Cave Crew Radio Network. Are you a fan of the Cave Crew Radio Network? Do you enjoy a good beer? What a coincidence. So do we. We here at the CCR Network are a group of independent shows. And although we enjoy every minute of the work we do, there are endless hours of hard work, not to mention the expenses in producing and delivering these shows to you. We've set up a beer fund on the homepage. Would you like to be a partner, a supporter, a member of the cave? Well, how about going over to CaveCrewRadio.com and clicking on the Beer Fund link? Any amount helps. We will love you. Well, we love you already, but we'll love you more. Cheers. A truly global perspective. Transgenders and sex dolls. Look inside the glory hole. From Queens, New York, Sir Big B. From London, England... Choo Choo Stew. And from Ontario, Canada, DK. I we're back. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio. Special Friday the 13th show. I'm going to draw your attention now uh, to the screen. Just bear with me one second. We're going to turn this one over to uh, over to Big B. And uh, he's got a story uh, about the New England Patriots owner. And we're going to hear about that. Take it away, Big B. What's going on in here? So apparently, uh, the New York, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft is friends with rapper Meek Mill. I've never heard of Meek Mill before in my life. Ever. Famous rapper, apparently. But apparently they're good friends. How I don't even know how they met. But um, living up to... Uh, uh, normal rapper standards, Meek Mill's in prison. Shocker, right? Imagine that. Imagine that. Slay me down. Uh, let's see. Stereotypes are there for a reason. <laughs> in prison. So anyway, uh, Meek Mill, I guess, was uh, was arrested in 2008 on a gun and drug charges. 
Huh. Again, shocker Imagine. that a rapper is arrested on gun and drug charges. It's like it's like their songs become reality. Right. It's like the never ending story. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So he was in prison. I guess he was paroled. Or yeah, he was paroled. I don't know when he was paroled. Um but Basically, okay, it goes so on to say he's a and then piece he was of arrested shit. And, and he was sentenced to two to four years in prison in November of 2017 for violating his probation or, you know, his, his parole agreement um, after failing a drug test, traveling outside of the region. I guess he had a, one of those trackers, ankle, bra- ankle bracelets, a tracker, uh, and uh, fighting and other related offenses. So he violated his parole. He was arrested on... Let's review. He was arrested on drug charges and and drug drug gun and drug charges in 2008. At some point, he was paroled. Last year, in 2017, he was arrested for uh, failing a drug test, traveling outside uh, the region, uh, getting arrested for fighting and other related offenses. So, so basically, he, he, he broke his probation. He broke his probation. Gotcha. Got sent back to prison. Okay. Apparently, Robert Kraft. Now, who is Robert Kraft for people that may not be as savvy as we are? Robert Kraft is the owner of the New England Patriots. Right. The the, the most famous National Football League team of all. Right. America's team. They call the Cowboys, but, you know, let's face it. Everyone's a New England darling. So, at some point, he met Meek Bill. Meek Bill. Mutual acquaintance, and he came to like the guy and said the guy's very intelligent and he's such a nice guy and he's likable and blah 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 blah. He's still a fucking criminal and belongs to belongs in jail. He's there for a reason. He's there for a reason. But Robert Kraft said it's really bad. I know some of our players in the NFL have talked about this. Again, the players in the NFL, the off season is jail season for them. Yes. Every time the season ends, the offseason occurs, 87 of them are going to jail for drug, domestic violence, alcohol, whatever. They're all going to jail. So take it from where it's coming from. Uh, I know some of our NFL players have talked about this. I see it firsthand. It's just wrong. We have to find a way to correct it and also help the community help themselves. It just said this guy, speaking about Meek Mill, is a great guy. Shouldn't be here, meaning prison. He shouldn't be in prison because he's a great guy, according to Robert Craig. And then think of all the taxpayers here paying for people like this to be in jail and not out being productive. Productive, no. making rap songs, uh, causing violence, causing people to eat Tide Pods, um, right. doing all now, these now, great things for society. Now, now my question to, to Robert Kraft is, um, when he was out of jail, was he being productive by taking drugs, fighting, having guns, dealing drugs, whatever else he was doing. Was he being a productive member of society? No. Absolutely not. Stu, Stu, please. He has, he, Stu has his hand in the air. <laughs> um, sorry, the photos have now gone off the screen. But Oh, uh, you want the photo a, back? I as a bring, Brit. I can bring it back. No, anyway. as a Brit. Mm-hmm. As a Brit, I... Uh, there's, there's the photo. Don't really understand exactly what you're saying, but I'm taking it. The guy on the right hand side is the rapper. 
<laughs> yes. The old white guy is the rapper. Me yes. Too. And the black guy with his drug money owns the New England Patriots. Owns the New England Patriots. Yes. Very yeah, good point, I I Stu. I just wanted to confirm that. You, and listen, not all our listeners are as savvy uh, to what's going on in the sports world uh, as the rest of us. And that's a very good point. What would be the name of his album, uh, Stu? Uh, what is his actual name? What's it go by? Meek Mill. Kraft, I think he calls himself Kraft Cheesy Cheese. <laughs> it was, what is actually his name? Well, the owner of the... The rapper or the, the white guy or the black guy? Let's not draw any lines what? here. Kraft. Kraft. Is that his Robert, name? Yeah. Robert Kraft, yeah. Now, Big B, I have a question. I I have a question. Is he from the Kraft, as as we know, Kraft cheese? Is he from that well, empire? That's what I'm thinking. I have no idea. We need to know that. I've never heard them associated with each other, so I don't think so. Okay. Um, but again, this this is this is coming from this is coming from an owner of a football team, where in the NFL. When you, the off season occurs, right after the Super Bowl, the middle of February on, when the off season happens, that is jail season, and it's not meant to be a joke. Right, it's, at uh, least thirty guys a year go to jail that play in the NFL for offenses from domestic violence, from alcohol, from drinking and driving, from drug abuse, wife beating, guns, gun possession. Don't forget they wife beating. Go to jail. Don't the forget NFL, the NFL is is. He obviously says stands for the National Football League, but it's also it's also called the the National Felon League. Because they're <laughs> all fucking prisoners. You know, because it's funny because at the end of the hockey season, it's time to go golfing. Right, the end of the hockey season, you go golfing. The yeah. end of the baseball season, you 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 take some time off. Yeah. The end of the and the NBA is following right 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 closely behind. Now. What's the common factor between the NFL and the NBA? That's not a common factor in the in the NHL and Major League Baseball. Oh, you're, I'll leave that up to you to figure out. You're, um, you're, yeah, we're not going to say the guy to the left, are we? Well, <laughs> let's just say European hockey players don't go to jail for gun possession yeah. and drug abuse and all that. But and, uh, you know, this is this is how do you justify? That th- that <clears throat> this guy should be free because he's a great guy. He's a he's a t- he's an intelligent, great guy. He shouldn't be in prison. Why? He committed crimes. Crimes. You have there's a consequence for this. Yeah, you're not you above like the rest him, of us. He's a nice guy doesn't mean that he shouldn't be in jail. Now, go ahead, Stu. No, I'm just going to say we we've had like uh, white members of parliament that are famous authors uh, that have been in prison, that have been allowed to still continue um, knocking out books while they're in prison, you know, or still writing at least while they're in prison. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there is one rule for one and one for another. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's the fact that he's defending him because he's a nice guy. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, and, and Big D you know, chimes in. I, I like this comment. Ted Bundy was an intelligent, nice guy, too. By all accounts, Ted Bundy was a charming motherfucker. That's, <laughs> That's the problem. He was an intelligent, charming, yeah. nice guy. Now, He's a fucking serial killer. 
Back to what we were talking about earlier, though. Does anybody know what his one dumb mistake was? Because we, we, we keep saying there's always one dumb mistake. Well, it, the, the one thing is one of the girls he abducted escaped. Oh, okay. So she was able to uh, describe him, didn't know him as Ted Bundy, but she was able to describe him and the car. <coughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right, listen, while we are on the point of of rapping, um, murder. MC Stu. Yeah, we're talking about while murdering. While we're on the point of murder, <laughs> never let them never let them wriggle free. That's right. That's always your downfall. Perfect, perfect uh, advice from uh, from Choo Choo Stu. Yeah. Who, who Big B? By the way, folks, if, if you're new, I don't know how you follow us. If you're new, we've been doing this for four years now. Um. Big B is convinced that Choo Choo Stu uh, is a is a serial killer, but anyway, um, back to what we were talking about. Um, so I was just practicing my rap moves. I'm not sure quite how to <laughs> get in with it. You know what I mean? Can, 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 I've got can about you three us, moves. Can you give us a little? You gotta, you gotta do this, Stu. You got to do West Side. Can you, can you I've give got us arthritis? <laughs> Before before I play this, can you can you give us a little background? Because you've always said you're a, you're a fan of Americana, uh, old time yeah. rock and roll, a uh, little, little bit of country. How did how did you get inspired to do this next clip? I was listening to a podcast, of course, last week, and and I only went on the name alone. And shall I tell you what it was called? Of course. Let's give them free advertising. I will have to find it because I... I, So you don't even know what inspired you to do this. You just... Just like your sponsor. I have a sponsor, but it seemed to have slipped my mind. You want to talk about a guy that needs to be taken away for concussion protocol, Big B? (laughs) Well, I... I think I've got... While he's trying to find it, I woke up one morning and, you know, turned my phone on. And, you know, as everything's loading, all of a sudden, a message from Stu pops up. Oh, and it's not our normal thread. I was like, oh, okay, let's see what Stu has to say. And I just see a bar with a plate with a little play button. It's like, oh, he's maybe sent me a little audio message. I play it and I hear this Stu rap. Yes. That was, it was incredible. Leave it to the guy <laughs> on the left, Stu. <laughs> All right, so Stu no, so Snake I was listening. I was listening to this podcast, and it's a lot of it's about rap, and it's the basic. Basically, it's all about rap and stuff like. That. And I quite like the guy. Do you know, like when you listen to a podcast, you think, yeah, I quite like this guy. I believe him. He sounds quite real. Yeah. And he was talking about music and rap and stuff like. That. And I thought I'm gonna have to write myself a rap song. So why I was on, uh, why I wasn't on the train working, I didn't write this this rap tune while I was working whatsoever. I waited until of course not. You, you did so. not take your hands off the steering wheel at any point. <laughs> Absolutely didn't. No. Not a chance. But, you know, Stu, I got to ask you, and we're going to play it folks right now, but, but is this, would you consider this now something off your bucket list? 
right. First of all, I've just remembered the podcast. Oh, great. and I said it's something about frogs. I said it's something about frogs' legs, but it's not. It's called Snakes Have Legs. It's a <laughs> podcast. It's very good. You go listen to it. Snakes have legs. Snakes have legs. Yeah, and that's why I, I just saw the title. Snakes have legs, and I thought anyone with a title of a podcast with that title or whatever, you got to download it and listen to it. I thought so. I did. This is a a pretty short clip. Um, again. All rates are going to Cave Crew Radio because it was sent to us here. Uh, Big B and I, less than uh, two minutes. Yeah. Big B and I uh, caught this file uh, in our emails, in our messages, and it simply was titled "Puff Choo Choo." And uh, we're going to share that with you right now. Here we go. Yeah, this right here, man. We're going to dig this. Yeah, this is going to be big. This is a blockbuster. This is hot stuff, yeah? Let's go for it. One take, yeah? Let's hit it. I'm Choo Choo Stew of the Podcast Factor. Sort the chaff from the wheat so you don't have to. Stitcher, iTunes, Blockchain, Spreaker. All bases covered. I'm listening at ya. Shit and fuck. I swear and curse. With every take, it's sounding worse. Stop, start, believe, I try again. Just drive me round the fucking bend. Play it on the train, listen in your Bentley. Stick it in your ears, listen intently. I'm playing all genres, no discrimination. Take it or leave it, no obligation. Pop culture, weird news, comedy, crime. Sex, kinks and drama, my favourites of mine. Pod and family hashtags, retweet, share, like. This is MC Choo Choo, controlling the mic. Cave Crew Network's the place to go. It's a one-stop shop with many a show. Smoke and mirrors, distraction point, metal thunder radio. They'll wreck the joint. I'm Choo Choo Stew of the Podcast Factor. Sort the chaff from the wheat so you don't have to. Stitcher, iTunes, Blog Talk, Spreaker. All bases covered, because I'm listening at ya. How was that? Good? Awesome, one take. Make me a star. We got a hit there. Better than the original, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Better than one original. <laughs> that was wonderful. My favorite part was when you said shit fuck. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> it was beautiful. What'd you think, BB? Oh, he took his headphones off. Why am I not hearing you guys? Oh, there I had to, I had okay. To okay. Fix my hat. I had I had I had my hat OG style. I was getting down to the rap. See, uh, I'm not limited to Americana. I can do. I can get down with the boys. When just they, one take. You know I mean? Was that really your first take? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, but the the best part, I'm like, I'm grooving. I'm thinking, you know, this is mainstream. This is top 40. And then you're like, like shit, fuck. Yeah, I swear. My favorite part. Uh, you might have a little copyright issue with the police, but other than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I think the version he played was actually a rap song. Someone, someone well, wait, else a, stole no, from the was, police. That was Puff Daddy. Oh, Puff was it? Daddy, okay. wasn't it? 
Yeah, Puff, Puff yeah, Daddy, uh, with the permission called, of Sting. It was called Missing You. Missing, it was called yeah. Missing You. Right. Yeah. But he did that with the permission yeah. of Sting. He did take the, the exact yeah. police line and just rapped over it. Um, so, yeah, you yeah. might have a little issue with Sting, but. No, no he's a British man like myself. I'm sure oh, he'd be cool with it. fuck. Now we're going to have. Di- I'm hoping you have an issue with Sting because that brings light to our show. Yes. How great would that be? Choo Choo Stew of Cave Crew Radio is sued by Sting. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine if Sting, <laughs> if Sting tweeted Stew saying, "I am going to sue you to the hills," and 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 yeah. what that would that is what I'm talking about. That, that is how be, you make yourself go viral, there, wouldn't I? I'd, I'd have to move into the shed. That's how you make yourself go viral, ladies and gentlemen. That's what that I call awesome. pushing the envelope. I, I need to. Uh, I need to uh, attach sting to my tweets when I uh, retweet it in future. <laughs> Everybody out there, we're going to release this episode probably by tomorrow, if not Sunday, the latest. We're going to share it out there on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Make sure you tag Sting. Please do. Yes. And make sure you tell him, shit, fuck, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I said, shit, fuck, I cursed, delete. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. I'm not a big rap guy. Uh, Big D says that Sting would end up in the compost. Yeah, definitely. I just want Sting to sue us. Or the stew. Look, well, I never played the song. It was PK that played it. Here's here's <laughs> what would happen. Sting would would uh, would sue Stu. Mm-hmm. In the in the time it would take for this to actually get to the Superior Court of London, England, we would have so many views, uh, so many listens. We would be raking in the sponsors and the money, and. Big B and I would 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 disappear under our real names, and you're on your own, Stu. That's right. <laughs> now, now let me tell Thank you, you. Let me tell you an example of this actually happening. Okay, so on the on the metal show on my metal show, Metal on the Radio, we interviewed this band from Canada. Um, they were they were a Metallica cover band, and they got a cease and desist from Metallica that they were not allowed to play Metallica songs anymore without permission. It garnered national attention because the, the, the main guy in the band posted it on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot and said, look what fucking Metallica is doing. Yeah, we're Turns tributing out, them. came from Metallica's legal team, not from Metallica themselves. Metallica themselves, James Hatfield and Lars Ulrich, reached out to the, to the band in Canada, spoke to them directly. Uh, you know, they made amends. Uh, they they had a meet and greet, and it turns out when Metallica came to Toronto, that band opened up for them. So this has <laughs> happened before. There is precedent set. So if Sting can kind of get a hold of this and his people yeah. send you something, it has to be posted on social media right. so we can get all the attention. So Sting can call you directly and say, look, I, you know, it's not me. And then so Sting who is opening up for Sting? No, no, but and I, I, I like this. Come on the show and hang with us. I, I like this, and, oh, wow. and then and then we say to Sting, 
Do you realize who this is? Let us tell a, tell you a story. You think your autobiography is good because you're a teacher that diddled some kid and made you famous when she stood too close to you. And and let us tell you about Choo Choo Stew and the Aboriginal girl and, and, and the sauna in Finland. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 exactly. And see who stands tall. I like this. Folks are people... Um. Uh, we need. If this does happen. I'm afraid I'm going to be opening up for Sting on my own. <laughs> if we drew the attraction of Sting, I will whip down my pants on air and pee. I'll pee right across the screen. When you tag Sting in this, please tag Stuart Copeland as well, because Stuart Copeland be is, like... more, is more desperate for money than Sting. He may sue quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving Definitely. this. I'm, I, I'm absolutely... Was Stuart the drummer? Was he the drummer? Yeah, he's the drummer. But yeah, yeah. listen, we yeah. we we uh, we've been speaking for weeks uh, on on ways we can make money. What a quicker way to get a bang for the show than to have Sting take notice, folks. Everyone that is listening, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something on the screen. Get us Sting. Hashtag get <clears throat> us Sting. And uh, Stuart Copeland as well. <laughs> Stuart we'll, Copeland. We'll settle for Stuart Copeland. We'll, we'll definitely settle for Stuart Copeland because, like I said, he's probably more desperate for money than Sting. I'll tell you what, uh, Big bigger. B, I'll let you play bass. I'll let you play play bass when we open up, yeah? Nice. So I'll have the ukulele. <laughs> we'll have Stuart on drums. I like it. Big I'll B, you can have a tambourine, yeah? Great. I, I'll I write like you in. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like where all this is going. Hashtag get a sting, ladies and gentlemen. We got to make this happen. All right. Spread it like a disease. We have we have a few things to do yet. All right. Before we go into Stu's favorite part, which is the stories, I want to uh, take you back. I'm not sure if it's two or three weeks now, but Stu brought on uh, Brian Johnstone or whatever his name was who read us some pornography um, while clicking his dry mouth and and whatever. And then Big B brought up the fact that there was indeed eight-track tapes that were pornos. And I know I'm reiterating what we've said over the past few weeks, but I, I find found it absolutely disbelieving that, that people would take an eight-track tape and instead of watching a video, I know there was no internet or, 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 but there was those, you know, those movies you could buy or borrow from the library or whatever. So last week we played our first, it was a lesbian scene. And I just think this has warrant. It needs a voice. I know it happened in the sixties, but folks, no one else is telling this story. Um, so now we're going to play this week's segment um, uh, of our A-Track tape uh, pornos. So let's uh, bring that up on screen. This week's uh, clip, and email me at cavecrewradio at gmail.com or, or ping me privately. I'll give you a link to all these A-Track tapes. They, they live to this day. Uh, this one is called Dr. Kaufman 
examines Crystal. Oh, I got the I got the hard oh, one. Yes, Doctor. You know, oh, can I tell you this? Like, I guess it got me pretty hot too. I mean, since this is um reassociation and all, I'm, I'm just remembering all that. I mean. I mean, look at my pussy, doctor. Oh, oh that doctor. doctor, look at that. See how it's dripping? Oh, that's when you know I'm hot. Well, I'm, I must confess while you're telling, uh, telling the pest, I beat off three times. Uh, doctor, three times? Yes, I did it into your panties. Look, watch, I'll wring it out here on the floor. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh God, oh, doctor, oh, you, wet, you came sticky. by the court. Yeah, yeah, by the court. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm oh. stiff, my nuts. I feel like they're gonna ready to explode. If if you were to touch, I bet it it go off like oh oh you shouldn't have touched it. I told you. Well, you I'm sorry I splattered all over your face. I'm sorry about that. Uh, yes, and and uh, and supposed to hold on. We're we're talking about your problems, not mine. I'm I'm going to dip up my fly now. After your hour, it's almost up, Mrs. Fingerhocket. She's coming here at 3 o'clock. I, fuck, I always fuck Mrs. Fingerhock. She comes at 3 o'clock. And, uh, well, I need to come. She comes at 3 o'clock. Fingerhocket. She's coming here at. Oh, and the whole thing. I got the hard one again. The whole thing keeps repeating itself. <laughs> Did you ever hear that one on Amish and Andy or wherever you found this? No, I didn't hear that. What I, what I heard is the, the, the girl that the main character from last week, she's in a bunch of them where she supposedly is fucking guys and you hear slurping sounds. We'll get and to all that. Of this, and she has the fake orgasm and it's, it's, and, and they have to be very descriptive, right? Cause it's audio. So they can't just hit, have the fucking noises. They have to talk about it. It's so funny. You need to find one of those clips. It's I will. I, 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 I'm action. continually, continually searching. And, but I just, when I, when I found this one, I'm like, this is like a cosplay, a co-play, whatever they call it. When everyone dresses up like their favorite superhero. I'm still trying to figure out if there's guys driving around with their sunroof open or their or, 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 or their convertibles going and they are actually listening to these eight track tapes. Well there had to have been, right? Otherwise nobody would have made them. If there it wasn't a market have. for them, they wouldn't have been made. Must have been a success. It had to have been. And and we're the first ones to bring it to you here, uh Cave Crew Radio. Uh each week we will we will give you a clip of the A-track porno audios. You know, and they put the they 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 uh, they um, they put the the shadow Fibber McGee and Molly. Uh, you know, all those to shame. What a challenge it must have been. There were there were, there was no computers. There was no soundboards. Um, no, these were people in a legitimate recording studio recording this. Bringing it to life. They had a script in front of them they were reading off of, and you can tell they were really, because it's really bad. 
you can tell they're reading off of it. And they, they and there's some guy adding in sound effects and what you know. It's it was a production. It was a legitimate production back then. I wonder if there's going to be a sex scene of uh, bowling alley. I you keep asking that, and and tomorrow night is the end of season one. Uh, when okay. when Big B, who plays Mario, uh, may or may not make his return. Uh, we also have Big D, who is in the chat with us. Uh, all kinds of good stuff uh, going on in bowling alley karaoke, but. I, I never, it never crossed my mind. And I know I'm coming off as a pig, folks. I listen to this stuff because obviously I edit it. But I really find the value in this, especially in today's world where everything hurts everyone's feelings. We are, we're going to, we're going to break the internet uh, with a bowling alley karaoke uh, sexy. <laughs> Can I, can I ask a question about a separate audio drama? Yes. That I've heard nothing about for the past month and a half. What happened to Tangent City? Uh, Tangent City, I recorded my last lines um, probably two months ago, and it is supposed to be releasing, and believe it or not, uh, Orchid Grove, the other one I told you about, is supposed to be releasing. So, you know, I just lend my voice, um, trust in the powers that be, and eventually maybe it'll get out there. But I, right now, am a bigger fan of Bowling Alley Karaoke. It's not science fiction. Uh, it's more a 50s variety show, slapstick, and... The more I listen and the more you introduce me to this other stuff, my mind is turning, and I think season two will be huge for Bowling Alley Karaoke. Is it going to be X-rated? It may. I I, I have not examined it yet. I'm being completely honest with you. Um, But I, I will again tell you guys, anybody listening out there, how an audio drama works is, when you listen to it, it sounds like all the actors are in the studio together. It's not how it works. Uh, Big B records his lines with, you know, a pause between each line. Uh, Stu does his. Don't give away the secret. Stop it. No, Stop but it. I think it's very interesting. I, I'm not in it's it. A, it's a Don't very. Don't put me. I'm nothing to do with it. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm telling you, to me, a guy that's used to coming on here live with you guys, whatever happens, happens. You know, Big B's got a story. We don't get to it for 15 minutes later. You say the damnedest things. Um, Shit just happens when you're live. But when you're recording something like this, it's actually, and and I'm not saying I'm going to be nominated for a gold globe for this or anything, but... You know, it's really interesting because I'm sitting there with my headphones. I've got audio tracks from four or five different people. I'm adding sound effects. And then to listen to it at the end, again, remember, I'm a rookie. Um, I'm a cover artist, as you might say, Big B, at this stuff right now. But it's a really cool experience how it all comes together. So I'm going to say. For sure. But uh, new episode tomorrow, and I think it's a good one. Uh, all right. 
They're still babbling. I'm not even going to put it up in the chat. They're still arguing Sanford and Son was originally uh, English. Uh, Stu. It was like an hour and a half ago. I know. People won't let things go. It's time for Stu's favorite part. Let's take a look at what exactly has been happening around the world of news. And um, we've got a few tonight. They're all pretty good. Um, but I want to bring this photo up. And uh, we need we need a break on this one. Uh, all right, guys. Let me, let me find it. There it is. This comes from the Metro. Apparently, there was a uh, a naked man with a sex toy stuck up his backside, and he's naked. He's going to a uh, a fill station, which I guess we call a gas station for help. Um, a naked man has been filmed walking across a petrol station uh, to ask for help because he's got a uh, a sex toy stuck up his backside. The unnamed man went towards an ambulance at the petrol station to seek help from the crew. Uh, It's not known how the sex toy became lodged inside him, but the paramedics were quick to offer help. Probably their best call of the night. Uh, The incident was filmed in the Savadera neighborhood of Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, other footage shows him pacing up and down in front of police officers, shouting and slapping his legs in apparent discomfort. <laughs> oh, fuck. One of the officers attempts to speak to the man, but the nude citizen walks away shouting, Call the doctor! <laughs> Reports suggest the man was taken away from the scene in the ambulance to have the alleged dildo inside his anus removed. Um... I take it there was no no nothing there poking out to get any any grip on. I'm I'm thinking Big B might actually have a question in the way he's thinking about this. I, I'm I'm almost speechless. Yeah, I'm first of all, um, not that any of us would do something like this, but you're. You, I'm imagining this now, just like audio dramas. We just finished audio dramas. The guy was fucking himself with with a plastic dildo. Mistakenly got it so far up, he couldn't get his fingers in to pull the thing out. Then decides, wow, this is really uncomfortable. I'm going to leave. Would you not call a cab? To take you immediately to the emergency room. What? I, I guess at this point, all's gone. You might as well walk across the street naked to the petrol station. Well, well, that was going to be oh. my my original question. Like, you know, first things first. All right, whatever you're doing, you got this thing shoved up your ass. You can't get it. You you feel you need medical attention. Can you put on pants? Maybe a shirt and some shoes. I think. And I think maybe hospital. drugs. 
drugs were involved at some I, point. I, I'm not going to debate that, that drugs were not involved, but you guys are getting way ahead of yourselves here because, again, folks, I know I talk. Can I just, I would just start to say, I think this guy was a first-timer. First-time offender. It must have been the first time that he's introduced this sort of thing into his body. But because I, I, again, I've never heard I, Stu sound more confident about anything, which means he's he's experienced with experience. this. No. I can knows. imagine the first time you do it. I don't know. I, I can imagine the first time you do it. You think you're a bit nervous. You're not sure how far to push. You know how, how far to go. But at what point do you lose go. your grip and the thing springs into your ass? I, this is the part. You guys are all, oh, yeah, he's walking around naked. Ball. Why didn't he put pants on? Everyone's jumping ahead of the whole fucking story as far as I'm concerned. How the fuck do you I've lose grip of the thing? I have said it before, and I only know this by reading. Um, <laughs> by reading different articles and stuff. You're... You're basically your your bum hole is like a vacuum. Okay, um, I, I did not know if that. If you let it go, I, I did not know that. If you let it go, it's gone. I only it, this is goes back to the pet shop boys again, and it's the gerbil situation. Your bum is like a vacuum. Wait a minute! Don't and go I, back to anything. Tell us the story about the pet shop boys and the gerbil, please. <laughs> well, apparently that was how the pet shop boys got their name. Uh, because, because of the, I don't know, they're, they're obviously gay people and that gay guys and uh, gay guys experiment with different things up their bum hole. And I think it included a, a hamster or a gerbil. And so the pet shop boys. what are you telling us? Is this like slurping on a straw? Your bum hole instantly becomes a black hole. I, I but again, it, but the, it is. just just questioning, it, it is. just the journalistic uh, DK coming out right otherwise, now. Otherwise, your poo would fall out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, so, so you're saying that? Got, I understand what you're saying. So, so it's like when you really got to take a bad shit, how you squeeze tight. Uh, the anus yeah. is a very powerful. Would we call it an organ? I don't know, a muscle. It's like a dice. There's a muscle. Yeah. There's it's a, a muscle. muscle there. All right, it's a muscle. Yeah. So that's how so, you keep your shit inside your intestines. There's a muscle. Perfect. Yeah, so, and it's kept in. That muscle is causing a vacuum, soaking it, sucking it back in. Right. I got you now. So this guy's got an eight-inch cock up his ass, a plastic one, and, and, and his body is saying to himself, "I am not near the loo." Squeeze. Yeah. Pulled it out of yeah. his hand because his hand was probably moist from lube. Ugh. And and mm-hmm. and 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 the, the the power of the anus sucked this like a hoover up his ass. Yeah. I I I, I follow it now. Okay. And the guy was in so much panic that all he, all you want to do is get it out. If you're on fire, you, it doesn't matter if you've got clothes on, does it? Right. You, you're going to run out in the street. That's, so that that's, guy, that's like you just went and ate the five-pound burger at Bob's, and you've just got a lump in your ass, and, and Sphincter says no. Yeah. I'm wondering then, so like when, when, when I wipe my ass after I shit, how come my ass doesn't instantly suck that toilet paper? Uh, 
up my ass. Yeah, you need to punk well, up, by that punk logic, up a little bit further. Suck the shit back up when it cut when it's all, when it's out before it drops into the toilet. Well, because at that at that point you're in you're you're in the you're in the you're in the push mode, right? Isn't that what poppers do? It sort of relaxes it or something. He might have been on poppers. What the fuck is a popper? Poppers. What is that? Yeah. What well, is a that, popper? It's like it's like it's like a gay drug or something. I don't know. Uh, so so now they have their own fucking drug. It's not available to me if I'm wearing a wedding band. What the fuck are you talking about? I am. I really haven't got a clue what I'm talking about, but I know that the guys take poppers. It's sort of like a relaxant, possibly. So he might have been on poppers. So 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 the, the, there's a drug on the market right now called popper. And you know what? They can call us a it's comedy. It's been on the market for years. Uh, yeah, just like snorting condoms was going on in the 70s. It's all good. But so, listen, they call us a comedy show, but we learn something new every week. So there is a particular drug that the alternative community takes that relaxes their anus to accept the penis or the plastic penis uh, inside. Yeah. Or he just completely, we dropped him. I, I, I'm back. I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Maybe he got. Sucks in by poppers or something. I, 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 yeah, I think I, I just took a popper and uh, inadvertently left the screen. I apologize. Can you guys hear me? I, yeah, I we can, can hear, hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So back to what we... <laughs> I didn't expect this story to go so long. We'll squeeze in one more. No pun intended. Um, so there's a drug that they take for years, probably pre-AIDS, that relaxes them. Mm-hmm. Can, I don't know anything about it, Stu. You got to carry this story. <laughs> I can't bail you out here. I've need to... What poppers are drugs, right? Yes, well, you said that right? already. Oh, that right. relax. It's like an X-lax before um, doing the dirty. Yeah, uh, uh, whatever. I mean, like an X-lax they give you a high. Yeah. Oh, so it's a, it's, said, a, it's a it's a it's a I've mental really drug. I've interest in it. Wait a minute. It's one though. of those things that's always been at the back of my mind. It's you a slang want... term, right? Poppers is a slang term. Wait, so and it's broadly wait, so, given. So gay sex has always been in the back of your mind. Oh no, it's amyl nitrate. Do you know amyl? Is it amyl nitrate or acyl nitrate? No, Stu, I have no idea, idea what you're talking about, but you are truly the most interesting man on the planet. <laughs> um, so you take, did you just it call it? Like it's and eight. It's a 70s and 80s drug. And you're calling uh, it anal? Did you just call it anal then, nitrate? Uh, uh, I always knew it. I, I forgot that I knew it as this, but it was amyl nitrate. Uh, yeah, amyl, amyl nitrate, yeah. And, yeah. and would but this on, possibly... On, on wiki, it says acyl, but uh, yeah, it's amyl nitrate. Would this possibly tie into the, the reason that... It loosens you up. It loosens you up. I don't know. But fuck what Wikipedia says. I think if you take amyl nitrate... <laughs> fuck what If you Wikipedia. take amyl nitrate, you can, you can take anything, basically, for the next half an hour. 
It's it's like an anal Viagra is what I'm getting from this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I tell you the time I went to a gay club? <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, do tell. Let's get Stu oh, on. on we, have, we have 21 minutes. I'm, I I'm went, sorry, 11 minutes to kill. Yeah. This will take us I went, Yeah. The stories can wait till I next went, week. Folks, the time well, Stu went, went to a gay club. No, I went to this. <clears throat> I, I used to go for a drink with my old manager right from work and cut a long story short he kept saying oh when are you coming out for a beer with me and all that and i said yeah fuck it we'll go and i think i've mentioned this before but we were sitting in the pub after work and a couple of girls came in the pub and i went i said fuck me i don't like your one and uh he sort of looked a bit blankly and i said what's the matter are you are you fucking queer <laughs> and he went yes i'm gay and i went oh god i didn't mean my gay doll was off that night I said, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> so, you know. So you went anyway. out with Drake's with a gay guy. I'm liking this story. Everything else is scrap, no, folks. No. The, this is better than when the fucking woman, woman was screaming for pads. Okay. Cut a long story short. The guy is, is the nicest bloke in the world. I've been friends with him for probably like 20 years. And uh, we used to go out sort of around the town and that on a Friday night or something, you know, or whatever night happened to be. And uh, first of all, we go in a pub, and it's called Halfway to Heaven. Halfway to yeah. Heaven, yeah. Because, that that would be a because giveaway. just down, because just down the road is a club called Heaven, and I think it's still going now. It's one of the biggest nightclubs in London, a gay club. So I've gone into this club, right? And I used to actually work right next to it, but uh, first time I've been in there, and you've got all the stereotypical. I mean, we're talking back like. Uh, Oh, what we're we talking like 90s or something like that, I don't know. But you've got all your sort of like your, your gay guys in the leather, leather vests and moustaches. Everything stereotypical about gays was in there that night, you know. And then, I am yeah, it was a, a it was an eye opener for me, I can assure you. Now, did but, you uh, did but, you did you but, have a drink with one of them? Did you dance? Uh do tell. No, we, no. we have dedicated the rest really of the cup, show for this. Thing. It wasn't my cup of tea. No, but the funny thing was, his mate, who was also gay, was the uh, owner of the Queen's Arms pub, ironically named. And uh, we used to shoot down the Queen's Arms like so. Really now, where late. where yeah. was where was Queen's Arms in relation to heaven and halfway <laughs> to heaven? A uh, proper. Probably about a 20, 30 minute cab ride, but okay, we'd so always they, get a late we're drink. On the in other, there. We're on the other side of the so we go, uh, so, so we go, it's on the other side of the water uh, over in South London. So Across we've gone the to towns. the Queen's Arms, like, yeah. and you go in there, and all the blokes, because they think I'm with him, they'll go like, they'll try and kiss you when you come in. And they go, oh, who's she? Like, you know, who's she with you? And I go, no, 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 you got the wrong end of the stick, mate. I'm just a mate from work, you know, and they're all trying to give you a little peck on the cheek. But this, all the all the gay guys are on one side, and the other side of the bar is all these lesbians that are fucking big and butch girls, like you know, built like brick shit houses. Now wait a but, minute. Um, so are yeah. are they lining up for a good old fashioned game of a you know Red Rover, Red Rover, let lesbian come over? Or? <laughs> no, but 
it was literally it was only a small pub but literally like half the pub was like uh, gay women on one side lesbians on one side gay men on the other side so what were and they lining up for st- though what, what 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 was the what was the this reminds me of like game of thrones or something like that like i think it, i think it was more like high school prom where you got all the girls or eighth grade prom not high school prom eighth grade prom you got all the girls sitting on one end of the gym all the guys sitting on the other end of the gym and they, they're afraid yeah. to talk to each other i think that's what it is right so so they're not fully they're not fully out of the closet as of yet but it's funny as a as a straight guy and I was never tempted I can assure you but but as a straight guy it was really weird going in there with this guy cuz it was just a mate like you know and uh and all the people like I mean I I would have a I don't know but I I I had them queuing there at me you know kind of Stu, at, the, at the rate at the rate you're stutter, stuttering through this story you I obviously know. had some I was struggle like a fresh mate it was Big B saying how many minutes we got left. That's why. No, no. Um, listen, if we got to run five minutes over for you to tell us, tell us uh, there had to have been a guy that walked up to you at some point. Mm. Don't be shy. No, uh, we know you're married. No, we know you have kids. It's all no, good. They, You've no, told they, us stories about girls with one legs and sitting naked in a sauna with Finnish men with hairy backs. Go nuts. No, there's no nuts to go, and I'm sorry, but I used to say, I mean, I always had my guard up, you know, and I was always, like, saying, no, 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 no. You know, I'm straight, like, you know. Just, I'm here for the beer, not for the queer. Now, so let, let me, now I have a question. In amongst all this, like, all right, I get it. You, you're trying, you're fending off the guys or whatever. Were you ever tempted to go over to one of the lesbians and try to get them to go out with you? Yeah, I, I hear uh, you. I would want to conquer one uh, of the lesbians. Uh, not in this venue, no. But I used, to, I did used to work with one, and I because we used to drink together, and I used to say, "I'm going to turn you one day," you know. And I did turn a, le- a lesbian woman once, I must admit. Did she stay that <laughs> way, though? My, did did she stay day. turned? Right? Huh? When you turned her, round, round, yeah. baby, right, round, did she stay turned, or did she go back to the other side of the fence? No. Well, she never completely jumped over, but she she stayed where she was. like yeah. But you made her howl. Yeah. You made her howl once. She went, ooh, I that can't feels good. If she howled like. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I'd share that with you for some weird reason. Like, no, I did used to frequent a gay a gay pub, and it was quite interesting. And now, wait a fun. minute. Now, Big B, I don't know if you caught that. I don't know how awake you are with your peach brandy and shit, but I that just sent a flag up in the air. The that story began. Well, the story began, I once went to a gay bar. The, right. the, the the story ends with, I used to frequent the <laughs> well, gay bar. We used to go there quite a lot. Yeah. we. I mean, to be honest, I even, I done, uh, the owner of that, that pub uh, bought like a, a bar that turned it into a gay bar, gay bar a couple of miles away. And he got me to do the, all the food on the opening night. It was like the fucking um, 
it was like the opening of the Oscars. And, so uh, that so is, that is the, that's the real reason folks. This is why you have to listen to every single episode. You can't miss one. That is the real reason why the, the, the chefs put the tampons uh, on their ass. It was, it was like, it was like an offensive line. It was a block. It was like a chastity belt. Now, never once did I feel threatened, I must admit. So they're not the aggressive type. It was always a good time. No, 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 it was good. They understand no means no. They, 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 well, now, what was your... I'm curious now, uh, playing the role of Big B as the investigative journalist, did you say, hey, brother, sorry, I left my poppers at home. Um, no means no. No, no, I never got, uh, I think there was only once when I had a little bit of aggro with someone like, you know, and that was probably because of me rather than him, you know? So you, you, you got a little curious. I, was, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. So you got a little curious. Someone might've dropped a popper in your drink and, um, I never got curious. I never got curious. Ever. You felt anally relaxed. And I can't believe one news story has lived up to this. Okay. Stu in the gay bar, ladies and gentlemen. And now he's going to go sing his rap song because he frequents it. All right. Before we go to name the show, uh, we like to go around the table. Uh, we all have other things that we do. Um, let's Just give me one second because that is scratching. One second. All right. I was going to go to Stu. Let's go over to Big B. Uh, tell us about your other show and things that are going on and what has been submitted to the uh, podcast factor. So, uh, yes, Metal Thunder Radio every Tuesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Cape Radio. Um, we uh, drink a lot, we play some metal, and we bullshit in between and have lots of fun. Um, we are replayed every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on Mile High Radio. And every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on 1027 WSNR. Uh, I am putting together, I have I have in mind a bit that we, we discussed uh, three weeks ago now was. Uh, I'm going to edit that down and submit that to the podcast factor. So hopefully one day soon you'll hear Metal Thunder Radio on the podcast factor. And, and we're going to leave this a, a secret as to what you guys were talking about. Because ladies and gentlemen, on Metal Thunder Radio... Uh, I'm not kidding you. Um, it's a lot of great music, but you guys do tell some fucking great stories. Well, I will. I will tell you um, the the clip I'm going to send to Stu has to do with a a conceived website called BringYourMamaHere.com and Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon.com. Excellent. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Podcast Factor, uh, Stu, uh, your latest episode, episode number eight, which we were talking about on the pre-show, uh, aired right here on the network tonight. But uh, uh, what is going on and and, and uh, um, how can people, if you can afford any more shows to be submitted, uh, go and see you? I, well, if you want to send a clip of your favorite show uh, or if you have a show, it's uh, podcastfactor at gmail.com. And I welcome all genres. Not just uh, metal, 
uh, anything you like, whatever it is, sex, kinks, uh, you know, cookery, anything you like. I'll, if you've got it, I'll listen to it and, and play it. And you'll find a place for it. Podcast Factor, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Stu is the worst promoter of all. Excuse me. Is on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, soon to be on Spotify, I'm sure. Uh, also at uh, Podbean. Uh, subscribe and listen. And folks, uh, we were talking earlier about the audio drama uh, Bowling Alley Karaoke. I also do another show uh, besides this one um, called Distraction Point. We're going to try and air in the late night hours tomorrow at 11 p.m. Eastern, live on Cave Crew Radio here on Facebook. And uh, Al, the producer, and I uh, will bring you some uh, some light comedic fun as well as a brand new episode of Bowling Alley Karaoke. Well, so now, what time is that? I missed the time. 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, oh, okay. uh, 5 a.m. God, that's late, isn't it? Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's late, isn't it? Late show. You? There's a playoff game tomorrow. I also have to take my son to soccer. Um, people may not realize, but uh, we have other things going on in our lives. Because you fuckers won't send us five bucks and let us retire and do this for a living. All right, boys. I've made some notes. This one's been good. Some weeks are harder than others. Uh, I'm going to throw... Man, this is a tough one. I'm going to throw out two. I've got Compost Killer and Your Bum is Like a Vacuum. That's what I'm going to throw out this week. I had a lot more, but I'm going to narrow it to those two. Uh, I forgot to. I, I did actually forgot to mention something earlier, but and it was just related to a story. Uh, did we? I don't even know if we covered the story about the. Did, oh no, we did cover the story about the guy in the in the petrol station with his uh, with the thing, thing up, up his, his ass. ass and the drugs that relax you. Yeah, we went into very. But just we gave it about a half just hour. Just very briefly. Stuff. We had a service delay on our trains tonight. And the reason being was that there was a guy on a, tr- a, a half naked guy on a train with a carrier bag full of frozen fish. And we was waiting for the police to come and take him off. But anyway, that was by the by. We missed that. It's gone. <laughs> I'm speechless. I really am. Um, Big B. <laughs> True story. <laughs> you always have something. I could come with a story about the fucking weather in, in Tallahassee, Florida, and you would have a story about it. Uh, Big oh, B, what would you name this show? Uh, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah, please. I, uh, I can't talk to you. I had that. I wrote down a couple of things, but uh, I'm going to narrow it down to one, uh, which is S Hamster Poppers, hashtag yeah. get us steak. Okay, hang on. Ass. Hamster poppers. Hashtag get us sting. You got to have the number song there. Okay. Over to you, Stu. I can't beat that, so I'm going to go with uh, with Big B's version. Yeah, you know, 
compost killer I could take out. I really like your bum is like a vacuum, but it it really ha- it, 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 Big B has pretty much summed it up. I'm I'm gonna agree. Yeah, it summarized the whole lot there. Yeah, uh, let's do it again. Ass hamster poppers. Hashtag get us sting. Yes. And while you're at it, don't forget to get us sting. All right, kids. Uh, that's it for tonight, folks. Uh, a lot of stuff we didn't get to, but that's okay. I think we delivered you a pretty full uh, bunch to put in your ear holes and uh, share the show. Tell a friend. Cave Crew Radio will be back next week live, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern on CaveCrewRadio.com. Don't forget to Google uh, Metal Thunder Radio uh, Distraction Point and the Podcast Factor. And our good friend uh, Daryl, who has been in in chat, does a show called uh, Smoke and Mirrors, which is a lot of fun. Great paranormal show. Um, Until next time, folks, we're out of here. Say goodbye, guys. Later. Good night. Wrong music. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up!